Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at GBS Global Wealth Management. It's at six o'clock in the morning, London time, on Monday the 3rd of July. Today is likely to be a fairly quiet day in financial markets, with the United States subdued ahead of tomorrow's holiday there. In the meantime, financial markets are bombarded with business sentiment numbers. We've already had the Japanese Tonkan survey, which showed improving sentiment for both the manufacturing and the non-manufacturing sectors, with an expectation of more moderate price inflation in the future. Ahead, we have assorted final June Manufacturing Purchasing Manager Indicator polls in Europe and the ISM June Manufacturing Poll in the United States. There are unlikely to be surprises with the European data. There is almost never a difference between the final number and the initial number on the PMIs. A cynic might suggest that the two versions of the number are published to obtain twice the media attention. But of course, it would be very wrong for an economist to be cynical. The range for the US ISM is fairly wide. Forecasts are clustered on either side of the consensus, and then there's a long tail of estimates This means that if the number does come in a bit stronger or a bit weaker than consensus, it's not likely to be that much of a surprise, however much the media might tend to hype it up. Why should such sentiment data be treated with scepticism? Partly it's the black box nature of how these things are calculated. It's a secret is not a terribly reassuring response to the question, how was this number arrived at? Partly it's because we know that survey response rates have fallen generally. People are fed up of filling in surveys. And people tend to answer the question that they want to answer, not the question that they're necessarily asked. We also know that media cycles influence sentiment surveys, as does political partisanship. US Treasury Secretary Yellen is to go to China in what is being billed as an improvement in relations. Some caution is perhaps warranted amidst this general sense of optimism. Politics on both sides does incentivize sabre-rattling. In China, weaker economic activity seems to correlate with media and social media accusations of a US-led attempt to weaken China's growth. In the United States, the uncertainties of structural change in the economy have fostered prejudice politics. And while a lot of that has been directed at US citizens, attacking foreigners is also a common trend. So while there may be a genuine desire to set a floor under the relationship, there is a risk that populism on both sides will thwart that. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer. 